The following podcast is a program segment from the Midday Moments program with Gary Duncan. Join Gary for two hours of sacred music, along with moments of faith, family, and fun. Listen to AM 850 in St. Louis, or on the live stream at kfuo.org. Christ for you, anytime, anywhere, KFUO Radio. AMA 50 KFUO, the messenger of good news. You're listening to the Midday Moments program, and it's time now for us to have our moment in creation with Pastor Warren Worth of Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Arnold. Pastor Worth, good afternoon. How are you? I am well. How are you today? I'm doing good. Now, I see that today is the Feast of St. Michael and all angels. How do angels fit in with the creation account? Well, I'm very glad that you asked. When we talk about our faith in God as the Creator, we say that He made heaven and earth, and in the Nicene Creed we say He's the maker of all things visible and invisible. And so the foremost of visible creatures would be human beings, and the foremost of the invisible creatures would be the angels. And it's only from the Bible that we really learn about them and can know anything certain about the holy angels. As to when they were created, it's surprising to us they're not mentioned explicitly in the six days of creation in Genesis chapter 1. And yet, when you read the whole Bible and see everything the Bible says, it's clear that they were created by God. It would have been during the six days of creation that they were created because that's when God made everything he made and he finished all his work of creation and rested on the seventh day. So they had to be created sometime during the six days of creation week there. Angels, the word angelos in Greek and malach in uh, Hebrew, both of those mean messenger. And so there are human messengers that are also called angels or malach in, in the Bible. But most often when we hear the word angel, we're thinking about those spirit creatures that God made that um, were there to serve God and to serve man. They are of great number. They are of great power. They are spirit creatures. When we read in Hebrews chapter 1, it says, Are they not ministering spirits sent forth to minister for those who shall be heirs of salvation? So they're spirit creatures who are complete without having a corporeal body, as we do. We have a spirit and we have a body. Angels do not have a corporeal body, but they can appear in a body and do appear in human form when God sends them on a special mission to people, as we see, for example, at the resurrection of Jesus, at the ascension of Jesus, and so forth. There are other occasions where uh, angels appear in human form, where it says two men in shining clothes appeared, and so forth. So that kind of language is used in the Bible to describe when they appear to human beings with a special message that God brings to them. So the holy angels, of course, are confirmed in their bliss. They serve God. They serve human beings. Uh, They serve as our protectors and so forth. And yet some of the angels, some of the holy angels, while they were all created holy, some fell away and became disobedient. Those would be the devil and the demons, the evil angels, who are condemned by God to eternity in, in hell. Hell is not a place where they live and are happy, like in cartoons. It's a place of torment and punishment where they will be punished forever out of the sight of God. And so we thank God for the holy angels, like St. Michael, and the other angels that God uses for our benefit. And it's interesting to us that angels appear particularly throughout the scriptures in connection with the story of salvation. So it's the angel Gabriel that announces to Mary that she will give birth to the Savior. 
the Lord used angels to communicate uh, other messages from time to time. At the birth of our Savior, for example, uh, the angels proclaim glory to God in the highest and peace on earth, goodwill to men. Uh, a Savior is born in Bethlehem. His name is Christ the Lord. Christ the Lord is born there, and the one who is wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. So the angels, with their heavenly splendor, appeared a multitude of the heavenly host, appeared to the shepherds as they were watching over their sheep at night. And on the word of the angels, then the shepherds ran to Bethlehem to see the Christ child. So also at, at the death of Jesus uh, and his resurrection, particularly at his resurrection, you have the angels there at the tomb. You know, mm-hmm. when Jesus is risen from the dead and the stone is rolled away and the women come to the tomb, you know, the angels are there and say, he is not here, he is risen, as he said. Go tell Peter and the disciples that he's risen. And then again, at the ascension of our Lord, when the disciples have seen the Lord go up into heaven and his, the cloud takes him out of their sight, they're still standing, gazing up into heaven when two men in shining clothes, that is angels, were there and said, why are you standing here looking into the sky? The same Jesus whom you saw taken from you into heaven will come in the like manner as you saw him go into heaven. And our Lord Jesus, when he talks about his coming again as King of kings and Lord of lords on the last day, uh, certainly then says that he will come with all his holy angels as he judges the living and the dead. And, and so angels play a part in the story of salvation that way. But we must be really clear, angels are not God. They are not to be worshipped. In fact, in the Revelation of St. John, uh, we have an example where John, seeing an angel and being overwhelmed by the sight, fell down to worship him, and the angel stopped him and said, don't. Don't do that. Hey, worship only God. I'm only your fellow servant. Uh, As you said earlier, a messenger. Right. A messenger. Messenger of good news, right? Somebody mm-hmm. who brings a message from God to God's people. And that's that's their, their role, to, to serve and, and protect. We have examples of where God sent angels to deliver people from a bad situation, whether it was uh, bringing Peter out of prison, for example. That would be an example of God sending his holy angels to do that. He sent angels to protect his people when they in the Old Testament, when they were being attacked by their enemies. Uh, they're very mighty. They're able to do more than uh, human beings can do. But they are not almighty. They are not all-knowing. Uh, and Peter, in his epistle, describes uh, the wonders of the Old Testament scriptures prophesying the coming of the Savior, Jesus, fulfilled in the coming of Jesus, the Son of God. And then he says, angels long to look into these things. So angels are interested in our salvation, but they're not God. They're not all-knowing. They're not almighty. They are not to be worshipped. And I think that's something, you know, today sometimes people are a little confused about that. And uh, sometimes people adopt things that are not in the Bible, but that are in popular culture. So you see... One of the things I wanted to bring up is I see on Facebook all the time where somebody will say, and I know these people and they consider themselves Christian, and they will say, oh, my grandfather had passed away. Now he's an angel looking over us. Where does that misconception come from? Thank you. Thank you for bringing that up, because that is very much a misconception. The Bible does not say we turn into angels when we die. You know, just like God created dogs and he created cats and he created giraffes and elephants as distinct kinds of creatures. When God made people, he made angels. Uh, they're, they're individual kinds of creatures. They are not the same. People do not turn into angels when they die. 
Rather, we look forward to being with Christ and the holy angels uh, in heavenly splendor and, and live to serve God in eternity like the holy angels. But people are people and angels are angels. You don't turn into an angel when you die. So that's a, a good thing to be clear on. Um, sometimes also popular culture has the idea that you know angels look like beautiful women with wings. And in the Bible, when angels appear so that human beings can see them, they appear as men, that is males, like strong males. For example, uh, if you think of the cherubim at the Garden of Eden guarding the way to the Tree of Life so Adam and Eve, after the fall into sin, could not return there. And there are other examples of angels appearing as strong warrior sort of creatures, not as feminine. I, I don't know of a single example in the Bible that's a clear example of a holy angel appearing as a woman. And with wings, too, I think the only clear example of angels with wings would be the seraphim that are mentioned in Isaiah 6 where he has the vision of the heavenly throne room. The six-winged seraphim are serving the Lord and and so forth. Sometimes we get our ideas from other places in the Bible. So it's good to search the scriptures and find that in them we have the comforting promises of God that he sends his angels to guard and keep us uh, from harm. And But especially, always the attention should be directed to Christ, you know, because Christ is true God and true man. He is the creator of the universe. He is master over all the angels. When the Bible talks about Lord God of Sebaoth, Lord God of Sabbath, you know, he's the God of all the angel armies. He's the commander-in-chief. He's over all the angels. Angels serve him as we, too, seek to serve the Lord. And while angels did not need redemption, the holy angels never fell away, we thank God that he promised and in the fullness of time sent Jesus to be our Redeemer. And Jesus has taken on the form, not of angels, but the form of human beings to suffer and die on the cross and rise again for our salvation. So our faith should be directed to God. Our faith should be directed to our Savior, Jesus Christ, not to the angels. And our prayers are also directed to God, not to angels. And we have a prayer that's appointed for this day, if you're ready to have that prayer now. Great. Thank you. Okay, the prayer for St. Michael and Holy Angels is this. Let us pray. O everlasting God, whose wise planning has ordained and constituted the ministry of men and angels in a wonderful order, mercifully grant that as your holy angels always serve you in heaven, so by your appointment they may also help and defend us here on earth through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor Worth. I look forward to uh, speaking to you again next week. Thank you. We are the messenger of good news worldwide, KFUO.org.